and thank you for downloading episode 12 of Channel Massive. It is Monday, October 8th, a little bit after 9 p.m. in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> and we have a cool episode queued up that we've been waiting for over a week to record for you. First of all, we're going to be talking about developments in the game industry. Jason's got a lot of news highlights that he wants to tell us about. And then we're going to get into our excited... La- excited. Oh, it, <laughs> was, it was quite excited. <laughs> it was rather excited. Exciting <laughs> land oh, party when experience. when the strippers showed up, it was pretty damn exciting. <laughs> the Hobbit strippers. <laughs> the Hobbit strippers. <laughs> Harry's <laughs> bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> and that actually will segue into our impressions of Lord of the Rings online overall, what we think of the game design and how we feel about it. And last but not least, we'll be talking about a blog post that Mark wrote, I think a couple weeks ago, about... Prima Donna. I believe it was September 28th, actually. <laughs> Scarred into Jim's memory. <laughs> <laughs> and it focused on being a hardcore gamer in MMO land versus being a parent and how... You can't do both? It's pretty much impossible to do both. <gasps> in Mark's blog entry, and we will discuss what we think about that and what some of our readers had to say as well mm-hmm. on our site and others. Are you ready for the challenge, Mark? Um, yeah. You ready to defend your position, Mark? Oh, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I've, I've actually Jim. totally had a change of, of heart. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the poor little guy in the I wife. I can tell are, by the so... state of your baby and your lawn that yeah, <laughs> Yeah, the immaculate lawn, the, Veins the baby around. wallowing in his own feces. <laughs> <laughs> the wife left all to herself. But you know what? You've got a level 70. <laughs> I got two now. <laughs> I'm hardcore rating as we do the podcast. It's <laughs> awesome. So, in case you didn't recognize us, this is Noah. That was Mark with the Immaculate Lawn. That's me. And the malnourished baby. And then there's Jim. Hi there. <laughs> With his wonderful radio voice that he's brought. He didn't bring a textbook this time, but this time he did bring. I brought a lot of notes. Yeah, oh, I actually. know. I'm trying to cheat off of him. He <laughs> keeps turning his laptop away from me so I can't see it. Teeters never win, you must Jason. form your own opinions, Jason. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I think this is cool because... <laughs> 20 I have to left. go now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're ready to go, Mark. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Yeah, it was great. But someday, until we have a, a recording until budget. Until we have our budget. own sound effects discs. Until we have our own recording studio. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, we did have <laughs> We'll just have to make do with our wonderful vocal abilities. Yeah, that should be the lead into our, our weekend gaming news. Right. Actually, it's like twig. the twig. It's the, the As, two weeks in gaming yes. news since we... And he's clever. Yes. Jim's well, Jason, for the record, came up with that all by himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I stole it. Twig. I'm a stealer. This is the sound of Jim patting Jason on the back. <laughs> it's just the sound of one hand clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, tell us what happened, Jay. Um, well, there's some cra- there's some real crazy stuff going on. In, in, I guess in the world of... Uh, uh, gaming death. There's going to be more gaming uh, death in the world of uh, massively multi- multiplayer role-playing games. Is this games. where people like play and play and play and then no, go to the restroom and die? No, this is when an actual game <laughs> dies. We'll call it a game fold. Um, well, auto say. assault? 
No, that's that's hap that's happened. That's old news. Um, this is a uh, Rizum. Rizum is going. Rizum, it's like that fantasy slash sci-fi um, massively multiplayer game uh, made by a Game Forge um, out of France. It sounds like they're going under. Um, you know, they've been going. Actually, they just had their like. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cheesy surrender monkeys. Uh, <laughs> I fought in the general direction. <laughs> yeah, apparently, you know, they, I think they had like their three-year anniversary not too long ago, like back in September. It was real. It was real recent. But then, uh, not too long ago, there was a post. Um, you know, by by one of the developers um, on you know on their website that said uh, you know that their their efforts to move the game forward didn't get you know the expected um, feedback and you know it, the game continues to be run and it's supported um, but right now it's lacking the funds to keep going. And so, can we all pitch in somewhere? <laughs> well, Save actually, you know, it's Save funny. There is, there is actually a. I think there's some group out there that's trying to save the game somehow. They're trying to secure the rights to the game, like get the source or something. I'm or? thinking they might try to make it like freeware. You know, make mm. it. Uh, you know, make it like public domain. They should get it. The like Ultima guys should get it. They were the guys trying to make the. Uh, they've been working on a free MMO, like right. an open source MMO, for the last like. God, six, seven years, I think. So far, they have some screenshots. And some <laughs> no, apparently, apparently, paying subscribers, they're, they're not going to get billed anymore. And they'll be able to continue to play for free. Why didn't they do they this want. with Asheron's Call 2? Why? You know, you're not able to, of course, of course, with that, you're not able to pay for an account anymore there. Um, you're, not, you're not able to subscribe to a full account anymore. Hmm. Apparently, you're able to still use the free trial account if you want, but there's no possibility to upgrade your account. You know, if you wanted to, which is kind of lame, I guess. But you know, right now it's like in a state of limbo, and it sounds like it's going under mm. from the sound of things. So, so unfortunately, it sounds like there might be a, a game closure here. They're called Rizon. Yeah, Requiem of Rizon. Rizon, I guess. Um, in other MMO news, apparently the EverQuest movie. Is uh, oh God, you know no. still going forward, and they got a screenwriter now, uh, Michael Gordon of 300 fame. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So if they could get like the director, maybe to do some crazy, or you can get like Yui Bowl or whatever. You know, effects works. <laughs> no, yeah, they'll they'll get Yui Bowl to do it. Yeah, some crazy. Yeah, the best director of all time, Yui Bowl. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, maybe they'll get him to direct. I I don't know. I I just you know games turned into movies. Well, we all know what happens there. And Dead or Alive was a stroke <laughs> or of brilliance. Was a stroke of brilliance. Second only to Street Fighter. See, which you, was second you've only actually to Mortal Kombat. To seeing that though, I didn't see that. Yeah. I mean, even, even with all the hot eye candy, it wasn't that wasn't that good. Huh? Dead or Alive. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I wanted to see that still. You still haven't seen that? Mm. <laughs> no way. Uh, no way. Uh, I do like that. You know, we can only hope someday that a cool movie will be made out of a ga- as a game, but I don't think There's it'll happen. There's supposed to be a World of Warcraft time. movie in oh, the works. Uh, you know, I just I, I don't. They, they made a they made a movie of Lord of the Rings, I think. Yeah, they made a movie out of that. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They totally took Lord of the Rings online and they put it on this big screen. It was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> not near as boring. <laughs> yeah, the lore masters right. in that like actually did stuff. It was cool. <laughs> true. This is true. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't have much hope for it. 
not have much hope for it. Um, there's some uh, Warhammer Online news that was kind of interesting. There was a post made in the beta forums by uh, senior producer Jeff, Jeff Hickman. Uh, apparently, uh, they're going to be shutting down the beta servers for a couple months. What, what, what? Yeah, they're, they're coming down on the 10th. <laughs> and they're planning on reopening the beta servers in about two months, they said in uh, December. Oh, no reason. Um, you know, I, I, they... I don't think they got into specifics. There's a lot of speculation out there, and that's really all it is, is speculation. Well, I want to hear the unfounded speculation. Yeah, that's what's interesting. That's what's I mean, interesting, Mike, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, well, people are like, well, you know, you know, the thing is is that nobody wants to break the NDA, so there's hasn't been a whole lot of chatter about it. Yeah. There's just, you know, people are like, well, oh, God, you know, maybe it's like an absolute disaster. You know, maybe they got some feedback from the beta testers that they really didn't like, and... Yeah, but that do- it doesn't make sense because everything that you've seen from all these gaming, you know, big gaming conferences and mm-hmm. stuff is pointed to saying, you know, this the is the next, thing. this is the next big yeah. game that's going to come out. Maybe they're out. just taking the time to just, you know, work on their. You know, I know they were working on the elves last. Yeah, maybe and that's just maybe they're kind of shutting it down to maybe flesh the the rest of the yeah. elves up because, I mean, that's like I mean I know they announced what four classes. There's yeah. still like two. There's still four more classes to yeah. flesh out for the. Well, there's two two on the high elf side and then two on the, the, dark, the dark elf side. So maybe they're shutting it down so they can play test in house some more. Yeah, because too many. I mean, I'd imagine fast that's when you're. Yeah, I imagine that that's going to be, you know, something. But you know, of course, until you know more news comes along on that, there's going to be a lot of speculation. So is there like a one-to-one correlation between the races and classes that are yeah. in Warhammer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all going to have four distinct classes. Each race will have like <clears throat> No, I mean in terms of the, the similarity factor between Warcraft and Warhammer. Is it like the same races? Oh, and... no. No. Okay. I mean, they have some similar races, but like, you know, the, the Chaos you know, side has that weird, you know, the Chaos... Yeah, guys who mutated like, people. Yeah, they're like mute. Yeah, the one the Marauders are like those mutated, uh, you know, warrior the, types. I'd almost call them like berserkers, almost. Yeah. It's, you know, so Warhammer was this crazy, um, you know, yeah, tabletop game from years and years and years ago. Little ago. figures, little figures, yeah. and you know, when um, when Blizzard came out with Warcraft One, it was basically a kind of a an imitation of that. And then, you know, they just kept pushing it and coming up with the lore and developing it and Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3, World of Warcraft, yeah. all the... So, you know, it's kind of funny when people think that Warhammer's a cheap ripoff of Warcraft. <laughs> right. Like, uh, exactly. no, 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 no. <laughs> Quite the other way around. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it'll just, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, hopefully this isn't an indication of, you know, major problems or anything. And I, I seriously doubt that they're... There are major problems over there just because of all the good things that you keep hearing about it. But. And they're pretty good about um, talking to the community. Like, they're one of the few game companies that gets podcasts. They do those video podcasts. Yeah, exactly. You they, know. they actually have a PR machine, you know, running that's not just catering to the, to the, the trade rags and stuff, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. They seem to get it. Yeah, I totally agree. They spend a lot of time on it. Uh, EVE Online has, uh, they have this interesting new promotion, and it's called The Power of Two. They want people to go out and buy a, another account. They, they want people just to have two accounts. No way. Yeah. They want multi-boxers? 
apparently so. And it's called, it is. It's called the Power of Two. And so they're they're offering like a discount. I think it's like four forty nine ninety five for six months that you can have a separate account, something like that. And you know, it's just it's some crazy. You know, <laughs> it's such cheesy. And they they did they, they like they laid out like this this whole nice way of putting it. You feel alone in the in the galaxy or whatever. Or did it work? But you're not alone because you're there with you. Yeah, you and you. Know, you know, I don't know. It's kind of it's, it's it's just funny. I don't right know, hand I, meet I left hand. Left hand. I mean, right yeah, hand. I guess it's just a Come way to together. get more money. But at the ambidextry. Yeah. Yes. I, just, I thought it was interesting. You know that they. You know, it's they're like the first. I think they're the first game company that I've seen come out that's actually, you know came out and said we want you to have a second account in our game you know it seems we're going to so offer you a discount though. it's like marketing from our, our they're not work you know they're not in dire straits at all they're they're growing steadily i think they have everquest 2 numbers now as far as their subscription but it's such a cheesy rate. Been oh i don't understand it it's gonna, we're going to have to do more research on this they, yeah, it's, it's they're very kind of deliberate careful and it just seems it like seem there's like something the... behind this that we don't know about on uh, the Pirates of the Burning Sea announced uh, its official launch date. Apparently, it's uh, January twenty second, two thousand eight. So uh, I'm going to try that. I got your eye patches, and yeah, your, your and, and your fluffy shirts, and your it's supposed to be really good. I wonder if that coordinates. With, but when, when is National Talk Like a Pirate Day? It's in <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. Up. I didn't know such a thing existed. Oh, you yeah. didn't? It's in September. <laughs> no, I, I really did. I think it is September. September nineteenth or something. No one knows. <clears throat> Are you kidding me? You're you're being absolutely serious. There's an actual day. Talk like the Pirate Day. September 9th or 19th or something. Wasn't there a guy named like Pirate Bob in Dodgeball? No, I I hit it right on the the nose. September 19th every year. That's freakish, man. It's international talk like a pirate day. That's right. You never used to talk like a pirate at work. What? You never used to talk like a pirate at work. You keep it like kind of low-key. Oh, have British accent day all day and pirate accent. Yeah. The next job comes. He only talked that like that when he was thing. looking for booty. Oh, <laughs> 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 no, that was a bad one. Oh, Searching bad for one. hidden treasure. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, and, and, and for you listeners who. I, I think I announced this last time, but the City of Heroes, City of Villains character rename and transfer actually service. now it works it actually now <laughs> works it, it like they had a problem like the day i announced it was working apparently they shut it down for a brief period of time because apparently they're having problems with it well now it's working again so That's good. and dr stellar has a new home yes dr stellar does have a new home rest on easy freedom. rest easy <laughs> rest easy <laughs> Aragon. that's right dr stellar has dr. a new stellar home has arrived that's cool. I have to move over my other eye characters so we can have yeah. more yeah, I'd like to variety too. to play with. Yeah, it's like nine ninety nine a transfer, I think. You know, but the thing is, is that they they make you know, it's just it's per character. It's not per account. Account. So it's you know, it's, it's kind of brilliant. Like, eh. It's actually pretty smart. It's a scheme. It is, but you know, so I, only, I I just transferred my level fifty over. I didn't want to transfer all my other lower level alts there. And they're also they opened up all the names. They canceled. The yeah, all the names people whose names were in active accounts. Like yep. if you had a, I think there was a level cutoff and then a time time cutoff. Mi- too. No, really. Yeah, it was a combination. Well, there was both. So if they were like under level ten and hadn't played for six months or something like that, it was pretty much fair game. 
The one name I wanted, I couldn't get, so... What was that? Angel. Oh, I can't say. Well, it was Thanks, Death Angel. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because you came out with Death Angel X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every gamer out there. All oh, the names taken. Space X. Got it. <laughs> that sounds so cool. Yep. Anyway, uh, I think that's all the news that I have. Excellent. Thank you, Jason. It is now time to get into our land party experience from <laughs> That's exactly what it was like, those flashing lights. Disco it was music. very disco-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Sequins. Especially when the strippers got there. Oh, yes. It was sweet. Oh, yes. Yeah. Highly recommended for anyone doing a land party. Have strippers. I brought some MSG Lap dancers. Beef jerky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> MSG lady. Yeah, that was awesome. Mark. Mm. Mark almost ate it until he read the ingredients. I caught on to you. <laughs> and some stale cookies that was sold by a major retailer. Mm. Really His name we will not mention. Because it, it's supposed to Because we're like still hoping days. for sponsorship from King Supers. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Actually, it wasn't them, but oh, close enough. Kroger? <laughs> Safeway? <laughs> it was really depressing. I mean, it was those cool cookie sandwiches with little M&Ms and... Vanilla cream. I still ate them. I didn't care. I ate a couple, but much like that. Conan, it was, it was like a dog biscuit. <laughs> he did not care. <laughs> <laughs> so our first uh, half of the day was our first experience. I wouldn't call it half. No, we didn't third, spend that much time on maybe? it. Yeah, a quarter. Like it seemed like it was a long time. <laughs> it, it did. <laughs> what are you trying to say? It's going on forever, but we're going to talk about that next, I think. Yeah, so even though chronologically we started with Lord of the Rings, we'll talk a little bit about our City of Heroes experience, which seemed much more compelling, and we spent most of our time doing that. Oh, yeah, man. We totally got hardcore into it. I gained tunnel levels. Yeah, I did, too. I finally got my travel power at the very, very end that's of the true. And that's oh, when it was, was time to stop that saying. Was I kicked you all out of the house. Yeah, Jason kept threatening to kick I was just like, yeah, out. you guys are making me sick. I'm sick of looking at you. Get out of my house. <laughs> well, it, was, it was definitely mutual. <laughs> yeah. <Even> mutual. <laughs> I wasn't crushed. Tired of hearing your crap. It was great. We were uh, we were joined by the uh, Baskin brothers out in Boston. That's right. Boston. Good, uh, Boston. From Boston by Boston. the Hava. Hop a left there. And uh, they they came clad in their trench coats and helped us out for. Yeah, they several do. They hours. have those cool trench coats. Yeah, they were very matrixy. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cool. They had a good time. I want to make a character with a trench coat costume now. Okay. Right, well, this segment's over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the special flash power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flash power. <laughs> hey, want to see something? <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy a W? Uh, I don't get it. Oh, I don't know. It's just you don't get that? Is there really much to say about it? I mean, we, we spent a lot of time doing it, but it's just regular city reviews. Yeah, it was just play. the same. You know, I didn't you do a task force or anything. Just kind of. Oh, play. we did the base. Oh, the base. We did, which Jason has upgraded since. Sort of upgraded, but we're like a small super group. That's when my griefer streak came out. Yeah, Mark yeah, totally Mark, started Mark placing posters takes, and takes crap all over the griefing. place. You, yeah, you got some really tacky comic book posters. I've used my veteran rewards to put these, <laughs> the, all the comic books that they've had have posters that you can get as in-game, in-base <laughs> items. So I started to put those all around. One after I do have, then, I do have to apologize to you, actually, because I gave you a lot of crap for doing that, and I didn't realize that you were 
not spending our hard-earned right. prestige for uh, that. that. I knew th- I knew <laughs> that you didn't know, and that's what was kind of fun was to <laughs> see, see the angst on Jason and Jim's faces because I'm like spending all this hard-won prestige, especially when I like dropped the what's the what's the uh, Arachnos. Um, ship oh, in yeah, the middle of everything and <laughs> blocked everybody. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Our room wasn't big enough for it. <laughs> it wasn't big enough to no. contain it. When you arranged all those like tacky little... little trophies in a row like it was a pawn shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looked like a giant pawn shop. <laughs> 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 that was so cool. It did. It looked real horrible. And this was after like Jason and Jim and I had spent like five minutes choosing what the floor pattern was. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> another five minutes for the ceiling that, pattern. That, to me, just triggered one thing in my mind, which was, <laughs> screw <Destroy>. this up. <laughs> Destroy. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Do you like this or this? <laughs> what about the, what about for the trim? And I'm like, this and is just bring, this is just bringing bring, back bring, too bring, many memories bring. of working on the house at home. I got to do something here. Working so. on the yard? No, working on my yard. Yeah. <laughs> All the hours. All the hours. <laughs> <on> the yard. <laughs> grooming. Honey, I gotta go. Edge. I gotta go hand trim the yard again. <laughs> Well, the we, nail we've cutters. deleted all of those posters and stuff. Actually, I think like the some of the display cases are still there. I remember that. I was, is, I went in there and I'm like, there, what's going on? And Jim was trying to artfully arrange a pawn shop. <laughs> and they on the other side of the base. Because <laughs> just on when, Mark, when Mark purchased them, he put 12 of them in just one corner. <laughs> you could even yeah. walk behind them. They're just stuck in the We've wall. got, I don't know, like the equivalent of 5,000 square feet, and he puts 12 cases in the corner. With, you can't even you know, see like, what's in them. <laughs> uh, the, you know, the base doesn't look any better, really, because when I when I read I read like this guide on how to make like a small supergroup. Oh yeah, what that's base initially to start out with, and we so just had enough more prestige. We just had <laughs> enough yeah, need more money, <laughs> poor boy, just to give us like the basic bare essentials. So I created like the extra room, and then I pl- I just plopped everything in this one extra room that we have, and it's so this one room has like five, six huge things in it. So there's, like, barely enough room to walk in there and get to these particular, you know, storage. There's, like, some storage facilities for enhancements and inspirations and stuff. And then there's, like, the workshop thing. And that's there's like cool. Oh, that's other... cool. We can make our own inventions over there? Yeah. Yeah, we can, as opposed to having to go to the university to do or it or whatever. So mm. I did all that. So it's the room is pretty cluttered looking, but there's really not a whole lot we can do about it because we just don't have the... We need to fight more crime. We have to we fight more crime. We've got to fight a lot of crime. Yeah, I think the next upgrades, that the major upgrades that we need to make are going to probably cost us about a million. Whoa. Yeah, million plus. So. Which, speaking of, you actually, Mark, won a costume contest that we impromptu Oh, then, then I did win a costume contest. That was great. Yeah, and then you deleted that character, didn't you? The next day, <laughs> you did not. He yeah. did. He, he deleted what? War Eagle X. I, I kid you guys not. I logged on. <laughs> so I think Mark. it was like the very next day. <laughs> Why the hell did you do that? Well, he, because he's Mark. He achieved everything he could. He won the costume. He <laughs> was only like fifteen. <laughs> he had a million influence. It was time to go. Yeah. So I like. Yeah. And you know, and the funny thing is, I, I just, I just, it, happened, it was like in the afternoon or something like that. And I think Mark just happened to be on. Because he had like a lull in the, the weirdest in work guy or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> and I had just transferred Doctor Stiller over. Yeah, and so I, I walked by. It was a level so one I, again. He's like, no. And I'm serious. Out of, out of all the times, I'm standing there in I Atlas Park. your super group. <laughs> I'm standing there in Atlas Park, oh, and all of a sudden, I see War Eagle X like flying right by me, and I'm like, and then I click on him, and he's like level two, and I'm like. 
what the hell? <laughs> and I, I told him, like, right off the bat, I'm like, you pathetic loser. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was I copied over another character from another account that had the exact same power set as him. Mm. I oh, mean, exactly the that. same. So, but she's like level 22. Is it Martini? No, uh, it's it was, my my it was Death Angel, Death Angel. X. <laughs> and uh, so I copied her over, and I was like, "Well, this is the same it's Muslim, this by is the a, way." No, she's converted yeah. to Islam. What? We don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> like Malcolm X, little Malcolm, Malcolm X. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I just it was like it's like having the same character, except she was you know much better. And I thought, well, I'll make him into something else. So what did you make? Did you make him an archer? Uh, no, he's he's a uh, he's another defender type. What is he? he oh, he's a he's a blaster now. Yeah, is maybe. He, or is he a blaster? He's a sonic electric blaster. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I just I I I had to laugh because he just walked right past me, and I was like, "That's what so the hell!" Hard. And when I clicked on him, and I saw I saw the level, <laughs> nothing, I was like, I, can't, I couldn't believe it. I was I was like, part an of absolute my philosophy, shock. you know, nothing is forever. <laughs> don't hang on. You to know your what? Possession. The thing is, is that Death Angel. X. Very zen. <laughs> She's gonna die too. She's gonna. She'll never die. Soon. She died enough at the. Martini will die soon. No, that one can't ever die. You know, I killed her like three thousand times before I settled on that one. So. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Is she the one with the blood rain out? Yeah, the blood Boston. rain outfit. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't believe you did that. So I can't. <laughs> I totally can't. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's unbelievable and and totally believable at the same time. Strangely, nothing is forever. Bipolar way. Ark has a problem. You can't take it with you. So that's that's the extra gaming time you had since land party <laughs> was you destroying a character and then. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like to do. <laughs> is it still? Is he still a flyer? Yeah. He, does he look the same? Does he have? Yeah, looks model? exactly the same. Yeah. Well, at least it didn't. But now he's got a that. sonic attack, which goes good with the war eagle name. I guess it's like a because he can screech, screech of the eagle, <laughs> shriek of the eagle, you know, stuff like that. Is that, that as a, his battle cry? Shriek! I think he still says "make sexy time." <laughs> 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 I don't know why. We are Oddly enough, and... that's my battle cry. <laughs> I mean, as a regular time. person, Jim <laughs> <laughs> gets to the bar and probably proclaims, "Make sexy, make time. sexy time." Works every time. It's nice. It's nice. Very nice. <laughs> and as you can see, since Jim's with us tonight, that battle cry works very well. Yeah. You should. Our female listenership is up. You know, <laughs> one tenth of one percent. Exactly. Point zero 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 one percent. Which isn't actually a full person. So we apparently had some kind of transgender thing happen. But you know, you do what you can. This is my boomstick. And, and the podcast takes Stop. a turn. <laughs> a turn into uncharted yeah, waters. You know, if you're in China, you can't transgender game with that one company anymore, though. No. That's right. Yeah. Like you have to like have visual confirmation <laughs> that you're a man. That you're a man. No, that you're <laughs> a woman. That you're a female. Or that you're a female. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. If you're a man. Yeah, you're right. If you play a female character, you have to be a Provide female. Photographic proof. Whatever that. So game is. I mean, I do you? Did anyone research that? Do you have to show genitalia to prove that? Because no, there wasn't any more information that was provided other than photographic. There's evidence. been a lot of conjecture. What does that from mean? People, I mean nobody really. You could just put a wig on, couldn't you? I'm thinking it's... Some of us would have trouble with the wig. You found me beautiful once. 
wig on. Well, it work. Some of us shaved once in a while. Well, you could just well, use Photoshop that's too. That's like the yard work. <laughs> you know, I don't Mark, want to deprive Mark, my you children must, of you must my be time. Such a great parent. <laughs> I've let myself go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> my yard has tumbleweeds. <laughs> You're a horrible gamer, but a great parent. That's Mark. right. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, we did City Heroes, and we played Lord of the Rings Online, and... Which we'd like to talk about now. I think we'd like to talk about that at length now. Yeah, yeah before we I think when anymore. we talk about it now, we should talk like this. All right, I guess we'll All switch right, over I to our professional voices. KL voice. Excellent. <laughs> Let's move to the next segment. And now we have an urgent piece of breaking news from Lord of the Rings Online. Jason has left the Shire. For good. None shall pass back. None shall pass. No, you shall not pass. But, you know, in addition to that, we'll talk about all the rest of our opinions about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because we have some. After our full immersion into the Shire. In well, I wouldn't call it full immersion, but I'd call it like well, semi- fully immersed. <laughs> Don't you? Didn't you notice my bare feet with the hair? We were filthy hobbitses. <laughs> we were hel- <laughs> Some were more filthy than others. <laughs> well, I'm always filthy. <laughs> Stinking hobbitses. <laughs> but yeah, that's we we were on the Brandywine server and we made four hobbit characters. Stupid fat hobbitses. <laughs> That's pretty stupid. Mark's disgust. <laughs> but he got to be the lame-ass minstrel character where he's like, come on, duel me, come on, duel me. And then he always cast the heal spell over and over I and have over. screenshots to document the fact that I didn't lose a single battle. Any Nobody could beat me. I was undefeated. Sometimes I even had a level Which advantage over me. Which computer is that on? It was, oh, I've transferred think, it to a Swiss account. Yeah, you won't well, That's right, me. we've got some good City of Heroes screenshots to share, yeah. too. With, but, uh, but but we have my Hobbit beatdown screenshots though, which are you actually better. took screenshots of that? Every time I every beat you. Time. <laughs> yeah, that, must that's have been, how pathetic he is. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's a that's, sad. Why is it that the people that you pride. whose ass you kick always think you're pathetic? Because it's like a level I one. I think Hobbit. it's pathetic that you keep trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Notice Mark. <laughs> only he could put it in once. a pawn shop. Place. I did too. Yeah, I did. No. What were you? You were a, you were a burglar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we did duel. Well, I'll no. have to go through my elaborate screenshot collection. I'm pretty sure I do. So Mark has selective memory <laughs> when it comes to his dueling prowess. It was pretty good, as I recall. <laughs> I don't even think that's selective memory if you remember things that didn't happen. Right. It's an imagination. It's deluded. Okay. So what did we get up to? We got up to level like five or six, seven, seven. Yeah, I think it was like a whopping level. And there was seven. a really big introductory sequence that was an instance that I didn't expect. Yeah, that was kind of because I, I, like, I don't know. City of Heroes starts out with a little mission instance, but this is like multiple levels, like a big storyline. Mm-hmm. It culminates in a fiery conclusion, and that was pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part was the game is beautiful too. Graphics, really the graphics great. were great. Music, exciting. great visuals. Oh yeah, they're like. 
those are like the most you know top notch visuals and the the music is always real amazing. I, I, mean, I thought I noticed an improvement. There's like a lot of themes I think that they took from the movies too. I noticed a big improvement from the beta. I I I don't know why, but it just seemed much. I think better. it was probably like the high res. Yeah, I didn't have pack. the the beta didn't it didn't get you into that or no. something or no. I, I don't think it. I don't think. Or maybe if there was a it in there. option, I didn't get it. So th- this time I saw it in all of its glory. It was much prettier. Yeah, they, fast, do, they do do the visuals very well. I think, especially in the Shire. The Shire mm-hmm. is probably like the, the high point, you know, the, the crown jewel, I think, of their, you know, just artistic, artistically, you know, parts of the Shire are just pretty amazing, I think. You know what surprised me was just how enormous that area was. Once you got out of the introductory area. That it is, it's a huge zone. Went on forever and ever, which for I mean, me all the starting areas are really fairly big. I mean, the... The Breland area is probably the, the largest out of them all, but that the, the reason for that is is that's also you know not just a, has like the little starting area for for the humans, but you know everybody ends up converging in that zone eventually because there's like even more quests there afterwards to you know level up past level you know twelve to twenty something you know so it's that that's like it probably even bigger. That's bigger than like the Shire, but the Shire itself, yeah, you're right. It's it's pretty pretty large area. That kind of tied into something that really frustrated me though. After that climactic and focused introductory segment, leveling up requires you go to a person to train the skills. Right, and there's only like one trainer. In that huge mass line, we could spend 15 minutes going out to do missions over the mountains and through the woods. And then you have to turn around and go, oh, <laughs> that's how we went. <laughs> yes. Well, it was cool that we got to see some locations from the books. Yeah. Got to go into the famed Hobbit house. But then when I boldly set out I towards guess. Mordor, that's when the whole suspension <laughs> of disbelief fell apart. <laughs> Boy. But we got a cool title. We Three of us got to become fur cutters. <laughs> yeah, we which did. was the title I had yeah, to get and just Jim for had the, this uh, weird bug where he couldn't become a fur cutter for some no. reason. Uh, yeah, I can't really say what I'm thinking right now <laughs> <laughs> without getting that mature stamp. It put him in a bad, bad mood. <laughs> it really did. Being deprived of his fur cutting the entire, <laughs> the entire playing session there. And I almost got sucked into chicken play unwittingly. Yeah, you almost did. I, I had Turning to drive you away from that area, though. Yeah. I was just like, don't do it, man. There was just, there was such an abundance of things to do. All these pretty ridiculous side quests everywhere. There are. There's a ton of quests. There's like the those delivery quests where you got to deliver the mail and not get seen by nosy hobbits. Yeah. There's an entirely another one, too. There's like a Isn't whole a other set of quests. Yeah, we have to do pies. Like, there's like this little hobbit who has like these spoiled pie, spoiled pies that she wants you to collect from various parts I mean all over the shire and so of course instead of dodging the nosy hobbits you have to dodge the hungry, hungry hobbits you know what this all sounds like to me progress quest mm. <laughs> progress quest <laughs> <laughs> fetch the pies deliver this meal that's all it was so boring to me it was so boring deliver when it the started mail, out it was really cool pick these. up the chickens yeah. Gather the apples. No, and of like, course how we were rolling through we? every quest. I mean, it was like <laughs> that was one thing. It was, was like no challenge. Like as far as like when you encountered mobs and stuff like that. Of 
course with the four of us, we were just blazing through everything. Yeah, which <laughs> things were dying in like three hits, you know. It really seemed like it was designed for solo play. Because when we got a party together, we were so overpowered. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I was trying to kill us, and I couldn't kill us. Mm -mm. I mean, I couldn't even come close. Yeah, I know, you were trying to pull multiple mobs down I tried to get, like, a mob train on us, and there was just... I think I got to, like, 75% health one time, or whatever, morale. And you were taking on the bears? Yeah, I was trying to die. I was like, can't die. Might as well just see how many of these things I can take out. So I was taking out, like, level, what were they, 10 or 11 bears or something like that? And yeah, I don't remember. Like with the sonic like screen. Yeah. 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 Hey! <laughs> yeah. So they were cool looking, though. Everything looked great. Everything looked great. We animated well. Sounds good. Um, it was just, the interface was pretty Once streaming. you got into that massive world, there was just like, oh, overwhelmed with all this minutia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt there's a lot of that in there. I mean, there's a lot of travel, too. I mean, when you try to complete those quests in the Shire, I mean, you literally have to, sometimes you have to run from one point of the Shire to the other, you know, from one side of the map to the other. There's a lot of running. Mm -hmm. I guess, so, so, I guess the thing is, Jason has left the Shire, so <laughs> what are your, what are your reasons for... Well, you know, there's always been a couple of things that bug me about about the game. But you weren't quite sure what they were, right? It kind of clarified for yeah, you. Yeah, it was like that? it was kind of like the the like Neo trying to figure <laughs> Whoa, out what the Matrix was. I you understand. Know. It was like <laughs> the in my mind, or you know how <laughs> yeah, jujitsu. <laughs> I'm going to learn jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, you know, it really, you know, it's kind of like just there was something there festering that I just couldn't figure out what kind of bugged me about the game and I guess there was like it really came down I guess to a few things one thing was is that like the character customization not so much the character customization but the, the class customization you know it was all based around those traits mm -hmm. and even then it really didn't allow for a whole lot of flexibility I mean that was really the only way to differentiate your character but when it all boiled down to it, you always wanted to slot your traits certain way. a certain way, you know, to benefit your character. So if you were, if you were a hunter, of course you wanted to go with things that you know benefited agility, and of course your class traits and stuff like that. And there was no deviation from that at all, really. I mean, there was no point in deviating from so that. So it was cookie cutter by class. It was pretty much cookie cutter classes that kind of one. Well, that was one of the things that kind of bugged me about the game was that you couldn't. I mean, in, in City of Heroes, you could argue that it's almost the same thing, but it's a little bit different because you can use your enhancements to enhance, like, certain aspects of your power, like your... Right, you could be a blapper. I mean, you could put all your money into your yeah, secondary, exactly. I mean, all your influence into your secondaries and go around punching people. Exactly, and you can, yeah. you can slot your, some of your secondary powers a little bit differently to allow for maybe, like, a different, you know, longer hold duration. Right. Or a longer stun duration or something like that. Or you could just go full-out damage and... and um, endurance, uh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, spec, you know, something, you know, something like that, you know. You, so you can you can play around with that a little like bit more. In World of Warcraft, even you know, there's like three different ways you could. Oh well, yeah, those are the talent trees, and yeah, you can, you can make a you can change it up any way you want. Right, but it's 
you, do you feel like Lord of the Rings set up it's almost kind of contrived like this? It really is. I mean, you can't... Illusion I mean, of customization that's kind of... Yeah, it's an illusion because... of... The traits allow an illusion of customization that really doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. At least I don't think it does. I mean, it really just... Because it'd be totally pointless or illogical. Well, yeah, I mean, it'd be to... totally pointless to to add certain aspects of of certain traits into like a hunter character yeah as opposed to the other ways of doing it you know i mean it's just it really didn't allow you to have a whole lot of flexibility i didn't think um so that was one thing the other thing of course was the whole pvp thing which was you know totally not non-existent well it, it, it was existent i mean you know i mean there were people who played it and you know when they and you know, I understand some of the you know PvP communities on some of the servers are, are pretty huge, but there's no point in PvPing until you get to around level 50. So it's kind of like, you know, what do you do in between those levels except for grind to get to level 50? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that, carry that the mail. Yeah, carry the mail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Carry the mail. Guide to nosy hobbits. Um, get tempted with instruments that you can't afford. Yeah, exactly. You know, and <laughs> yeah. the other thing, you know, for for all the all the kudos I give to the art art team, you know, I've even you know I've seen some of the higher level armor sets and stuff like that, and and they're really just not that impressive. You know, like even some of like the weapons and stuff, you, you see like a cool weapon every once in a while, but you know, just the artwork on some of the weapons and the you know, the armor I just feel sets. like they're constrained by the. I think they're it's more constrained, kind of. Yeah, you know? you're right. Like they can't, they can't, uh, just can't. I mean, they can't go totally crazy. They can't yeah. do something like World of Warcraft does, where they have like these oversized battle axes that, right? You know, are just immensely huge. Man-sized axe. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um. I mean, I think you know. So you know, some of that, some of that artwork kind of bugged me. Um, you know, I think one of, one of the last things that kind of kind of just got me was is that it really didn't add anything to the genre. I mean, it really didn't. I mean, the whole genre is not. They haven't done anything new, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they they took elements of all sorts of different games, like City of Heroes and World of Warcraft, and they just refined the crack a little bit. And that's all they did. They just refined the crack. They didn't make anything truly unique, I didn't think. Some people have said the same thing about World of Warcraft, do you feel? Well, no. I mean, I think World of Warcraft Warcraft has done a little bit more. I mean, of course, they've they've added a bunch of crap, I think, that, you know, that obviously I don't like or I'd still be playing the game today. But, (laughs) um, you know, of course, you know, World of Warcraft's art department, there's, like, second to none, Yeah. as they... far as I'm concerned. I mean, they just have the art direction from hell, which has always been one of their strong suits. Uh, you know, I think they've, you know, they, they've done a lot of things to advance the, you know, genre forward. You know, I just don't, I, I don't think that, you know, the guys at Turbine, I think they played it safe. You know, and, and there's so many cookie cutter there's so many cookie cutter fantasy MMOs out there that all do the same thing and they were just another one of them. As do you far think as they played concerned. it safe for in in my and mind? I think they had to because of the because because of the IP that they were working with, you know. I mean it was 
Well, you know, do you they're, think... they're working with Lord of the Rings, so they don't want to, you know, they, they can't deviate a whole lot from... I mean, it's constraining. Yeah, it's right. kind of constraining. Which, I mean, well, well, I'm kind of thinking that maybe they, mm-hmm. it wasn't the, more the fact that they played it safe, but they were playing to fans of books. They, you know, yeah, or, and it was, it's more of an experience than a game. It's like, wow, I get to be inside. And I totally agree with that. Yeah, you know, I, I think rings. they wanted to make it more of the socializer gaming type. You know, it doesn't it doesn't focus on you know the killer slash explorer game type. I mean, and it, and it does it it caters to the achiever to a certain point. Yeah, I think it's the achiever and socializer for but, sure. You know, the thing is, is that you know once you get to level fifty, it's kind of like, oh, well, what do you do? I don't know what you do at that point. You know, there there is like high Wait for content. There is high game content in there, but it's just not. You know, there's no, there's no incentive to take any risk in that game. Yeah. You know, really. You know, there's no, you know, there's no penalties for dying, really, except for the, you know, the armor, you know, the armor wears off. Yeah, but that's pretty. (laughs) You take, you know, you so you take a hit as far as financially you do, but you know, beyond that, it's kind of like, well. Yeah. You know, there are lots of different definitions of game, but to, to me, that's not a game. You know, if there's no challenge, if there's no risk versus reward, right? it's not much of a game in my book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's where I kind of, you know, I was kind of like, well, I'm just kind of bored. Well, yeah, I kind of got bored with it after a while. I mean, I appreciated it. Within <laughs> yeah, I know. Seven guys levels, got it, you it know? just was yeah. so not hard, and, and it was... And everything and it really we were doing wasn't was hard for me either. Like yeah. in the higher levels, I was like playing with this. I was playing like a level thirty hunter, and I was wasting stuff like you know two, three levels above me without any problems. And I was doing the same thing when I was playing my my guardian character. I was killing stuff. You know, I was pulling like a couple of them on me at the same time, and I was like, I wasn't having any problems with it. Yeah, I you think it's like ah, oh, you know, it's like you know, this isn't any fun. That was kind of the feeling that washed over me as we were playing especially right before the end and I I didn't want to be like a party pooper but I was just I was like had this realization that I, there's nothing in this game that I haven't done or haven't seen except for the you know the the landscapes and I'm going to these places that I read about in the books or seen in the movies but I mean the mechanics of it and the all the, the all that stuff all work the same it's as all the same you know the any other MMO it's like the, out there. the badge system in City of Heroes the just the standard RPG, you know, experience leveling thing. Um, it was all just so... I'd been there, done that kind of thing. And I was just tired of killing wolves, you know. <laughs> I was, and shrews. And shrews and boars and... Yeah, and, and, you know, and I just I felt no attachment at all to my characters when I played that game at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that says some when you just don't feel a commitment to your character at all. It's like... Mm. Like that EverQuest 2 character I've been playing, I really feel a commitment to it like i feel like i haven't re-rolled that character you know believe it or not <laughs> oh it'll come that but, day will come but i mean the way that the story kind of rubs you in i really have an attachment to it which i didn't get at all with lord of the rings when i played the beta and i didn't get it this time around either i just was like yeah whatever we're all together i want to play something else now mm-hmm. yeah you know what, what was funny for me is when it started i thought i was so awestruck with the presentation and the focused experience at first, I'm like, wow, I, I felt like I'd been missing something. Like, I could actually see myself getting into this game or subscribing to it. And, like, a few hours, a couple but hours But then after later. we got out of that 
first mission, and then we that introduction, and we just started doing all those things, and it just seems so huge and not fun. Like, well, I kind uh, of brought you to that. I, you know, I, I read that one blog post you made uh, earlier in the week uh, yeah. about the sandbox. Uh, about the sandbox thing. Oh, yeah, right? sandbox and theme parks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I started out and just like, wow. And I guess I'm more into theme park stuff where it's it's spectacle and it's focused and you go from point A to point B. Right. And it really drew me in with the presentation, but even that, you know, wears <laughs> off after a while and then the reality sets in. And this is all I'm going to be able to do for the next... <laughs> few hours yeah and i was like well can we get get into an instance or do yeah. anything together I mean, that's there challenging there was nothing time for that there's and nothing you know, was to like we weren't going to be able to level up fast enough to do anything like that i mean i didn't want to commit to it i didn't, no. didn't want to get to that point i'm so. glad I, I was feeling that way for a while and i'm glad i wasn't the only one so I was like, no and that's okay i mean i mean you guys had like a couple hours to make that choice i <laughs> playing it since release, so <laughs> you know, and I, I had some fun while I did it. I just, I, I just don't see the point in staying around with it. Anymore. Yeah, I think other games do it better. Yeah, there's other games that do it better. I mean, there's other games that I have more fun in. I mean, yeah. right, right now I'm, I'm, I have to admit I'm hooked on City of Heroes and City of Villains again. You know, just for the sheer, I mean, fun factor. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll log on to there, and I mean, there's people wanting get into groups all the time and you know I'm, ha- and I'm having fun learning you know like how to create my own enhancements and stuff like figuring out all the all that stuff figuring mm. out the super group oh yeah thing, it's all, you know, it's, and, I was reading an article today about um, one thing that's built into the MMO model now is the reoccurring player return phenomenon where people play a game get you know get comfortable with it and then they move on they play another game, play that really for a while, and then they flash back, or they they they. It's like a recidivism thing. They go back to the the original game, and and if they're if the game company's clever, all that time they've been feeding the players that have left the game marketing information like look you know we've done three add-ons we've added these features or we've had a major expansion come out and there's all these reasons to come back to your character, but now you can do all this new stuff that you weren't doing before. And, you know, it, it's kind of a, it's a really, it's a, it's a really common phenomenon that people will, you know, cancel their subscription for a while and then return. To Star Wars Galaxies. And never to Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but a lot of games, it, it happens a lot with World of Warcraft and it's, it's happening a lot with City of Heroes and City of Heroes, you know, those guys have been really active as far as, um, you know, getting their updates out and they're not trivial updates and they do a great uh, job of parts, advertising I mean, right that. now. City of Heroes and City of Villains, it's like a totally different game to me right now. It's totally different than when we started. I mean, there's some stuff in I mean, the way the missions work, the way you can cancel, you can cancel missions if you want scale to. Scale it. You can scale it up. I guess in this next update, they're going to allow you to yeah. do all sorts of crazy stuff. You can set your missions so they're all timed, or you can say, Ooh, cool. you nope, can't, can't die. use inspirations in this yeah. mission. Can't use 10th oh, really? hours. Yeah, no, I hadn't read that. If you die, it's, it's canceled. <laughs> Yeah, you can do all sorts and you can of do all of those at once. I think, with it, yeah. and then you get you get a higher reward for completion. You know what it kind of feels like. And this is probably a gross simplification, but it's almost like the death match of MMOs. It's just what I like about City of Heroes is that 
in spite of all the things that you can do with it, and little tweaks and customizations and base building and inventions, it still remains a very simple game. It is. At its core. It's, it's really easy to jump in, yep. forget about, come back to. And then if you want to invest more, you can. If you want to tweak the missions, you can. And it's it's kind of gives that instant gratification that like a deathmatch or other online FPS games give you. Yeah, you can like pick it up and put it down and yeah. you don't have to spend, you know, five hours a night, five days a week to yeah. make progress. You can just do it, you know, in bits and pieces. And it's kind of like a card game, like a collectible card game in that respect, like what you're saying in that you can get into it and just do a little bit. Like yeah. You can just yeah. play it as a as a straight, you know, I, I just want to go through the missions. I don't want to do task forces. I, yeah. I just want to get in a pickup group and do what I can do. Or you can go crazy and build a base and get all into the, you know, the invention system. And have costume contests. Have co- yeah, you know, <laughs> go to the disco, whatever you want to do. It's yeah, that was a weird experience going to the disco. I've yeah. never been to one of those before. That was we pretty crazy. Heroes disco and it was strangely <laughs> empty and full of weird portals that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it was pretty weird. The pocket D thing. And then you stepped out into a level 50 area or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I need to <laughs> get <Yeah>. home now. <laughs> Don't take the main exit. But uh, but yeah, back to the Lord of the Rings thing. I, I guess to sum it up, I, I just felt like when we played that, yeah, other games do these things better. And I mean, there's no bigger fan of the Tolkien books. Well, there are much bigger fans. Than yeah. Me. But uh, I'm a big fan of those. And I've read them all several times and, you know, really enjoyed them. But I didn't. I don't need to live in that world, you know. I mean, I I like some of the new stuff that's out there, and you can't go on that epic journey that the books are all about. Exactly. You know, I tried to set off towards Mordor, <laughs> and it just didn't work well, out. Let you do it? No, yeah, I couldn't do it. I was gonna start. I was gonna go. I didn't have a ring or anything to bear, but could have <laughs> went to Agmar, but you would have died. Yeah, quickly. So, do you think part of the reason it's so successful is because there's a lot of people that avoided? World of Warcraft and Lord of the Rings is their first experience. I mean, would do you think you feel different about it? Some people subscription numbers shot up. I mean, they were like, you know, Lord of the Rings, or, uh, they were like, World of Warcraft has totally saturated what was left of the MMO market, which yeah. is bull crap because they said that about you know the, all the games before it. Like, it's full, it's full. There's no room for <laughs> another game, and then. World of Warcraft came and, you know, bumped it up to million, you know, 7.58 million, yeah, 9 million. You know, and then Lord of the Rings captured 2 million. These games, there's mm-hmm. always going to be, like, a certain niche group of people who's, mm-hmm. like, totally hardcore into it. Like, the Pirates one's coming out. You know? There's going to be a bunch of people that probably... be a bunch of people who are like, oh, I've always wanted to be a pirate. I want to be a pirate. Games, I know? cannot wait. I mean, Jim, <laughs> superhero, he yeah, wanted to exactly, be a superhero, yeah. you know? Yeah, me, personally... What do you want to be when I you could care, I could care less about being a pirate, you know. It's just <laughs> not something that's... I always wanted to be an astronaut, but I'm not playing EVE online. You know, I don't feel like <laughs> this... I don't feel a, a desire to... to swashbuckle? ...go into this game and, and play a pirate. <laughs> you don't want to swashbuckle? Yeah, you, you know, I just... Swash? There's just... Little buckle? Little buckle? You know, and I don't know what it is, you know, but I, I could see... the deck. The thing is, is that I could see the appeal to certain people, you know. It's like... Swab the poop deck. Because it is kind of, you know, it's a cool concept, but but is it more of a niche thing? You know, or are they going to... Yeah, I, I, it's supposed to be really good from what I've heard, but I guess we need to try it. Yeah, you know, somebody will have to give it a shot PC here. Gamer gave um, sort of the new world like a 90, I think. Seriously? Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I guess I just didn't get that game. 
I just, well, that's another game that was really pretty, but in that case, there was too much gameplay as compared yeah. to Lord of the Rings. I still think multi-boxing is easier in WoW with three <laughs> accounts than it is to play that game. That's, I think that's the prettiest game we've actually played. I think it's even prettier than Lord of the Rings. It, it's which aside one? from the nostalgia factor. Sword of the New World. Sword of the New World. It's just it's a really neat looking game from world design and character design perspective. But <laughs> I'm sure Jason is too that. <laughs> looking at his face. <laughs> I don't know. I just I have a problem with the whole anime style kind of thing. He does. That's just personal. It's personal, man. So well, we've talked a lot about all the different types of games you can play. We haven't really talked about being a hardcore gamer in any of those. No. Or a parent. A parrot? Yes. <laughs> Polly won a child. <laughs> Polly won a child. Well, shall we uh, move on to that uh, wonderful roundtable discussion? Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. So I don't know if you, any of you listeners or which of you listeners have read Mark's blog post from, what was the date, Jim? September 26, 2007. You can be a great parent, or you can be a great gamer, but you can't be both. So Mark did a lot of research. He put I'm an tables awesome gamer in. and a great parent. And You're I'll not tell a parent. You, You're a parent. parent. <laughs> so I have something to read. <laughs> well, let, let's, uh, just for the people who haven't read your postmark, could you just summarize the highlight well, or the general gist of it? Sure. I think most of it came from a discussion that during one of our podcasts, Jason and I were just kind of talking. I don't know if we were talking during a break or what have yeah. you, but we both just kind of, both are, both of us are fairly new dads. And I think we both kind of came to the combined consensus at the exact same time of, you know, you really can't be a great gamer like you used to be and be a good parent at the same time. There's just not enough time. Yeah. yeah, you know, you got you can put your time in one or the other, but you can't really do both. We're, we're both former, you know, power gamers, and yeah. we can't oh, live yeah. that I life mean, anymore. Shoot, I, I fully admit it. I mean, it's not that we don't want to. Yeah, it's not that <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> That's kind that of that dang baby keeps getting in the way. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could, I could let my kid roll around in his own feces for a few hours. Yeah, I you guess, do from time to time, right? Time that's been <laughs> uttered tonight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a stunningly beautiful <laughs> image. But no, I, I, I realize that I have responsibilities, and so instead of going on a raid uh, for a few hours, I spend time with my kid, as opposed to, you know, trying to raid for the latest Leveling and greatest, best, of, best armor on the planet. Right. So that's basically where that came from. We were just talking and kind of came to this. Wasn't there some kind of correlation to TV time or something like that? And the age? He quoted that um, in the... Uh, Daedalus Project. And they had just done a survey of... Um, Nikki. How, how... Basically what they were talking about was how um, MMO time is usurping people's TV time. Mm-hmm. So and normally where did. people would spend... Yeah, I know. <laughs> the horror. Where normally, I can't watch all my episodes of Lost when I'm raiding every night. <laughs> yeah, it's a sacrifice some people have to make. But it was kind of funny. It just it showed that, you know, you you start to get into these games and mm-hmm. you slowly chip away at your TV time. And 
but what was interesting were well a was the number of women over i think they were in their 30s mm -hmm. late 30s mid 30s who were actually playing more than like um, adolescent male teenagers or yeah. equal and just it showed clearly that the the time in uh, watching tv had really uh, gone way to the to the mmo playing those are just some stats i saw but now, could you be a good I, couch potato and a good parent at the same time <laughs> I, think I don't know. There might debate. be some people who are totally addicted to TV, you know, yeah. and they're like, <laughs> "Just thought it was interesting." I gotta <laughs> watch my stories now. Yeah, <laughs> and the wrestles is on. Timmy, be quiet. Yeah, I know. While while their parents go on like a soap opera feeling binge. binge. Yeah. So I think uh, a few of the people, and I, I mean, I don't disagree with the basic premise of your article, but. I did think that your definitions were a little fuzzy, mm -hmm. and I think there are a few people that thought that. And so I have a couple. So wrong. They're I have all a so couple wrong. quotes uh, from you, Mark. How dare here. you disagree? In your original <laughs> post, you said, "By great MMO gamer, I mean a hardcore raider who is in a guild that is actively working through endgame content for a game like WoW." Mm -hmm. Then on the 28th, in a comment to your original post, you said, "You said." I certainly don't think raiders or hardcore, hardcore PvP honor grinders are great. I just mean to say that by in-game definition of success, they are the great ones. Well, I, I think he's what he's <clears throat> saying is like popular view of what of what basically you know what the what what basically what the gaming community would consider like you know the end-all be-all of you know of, of gaming. You know, where you're you're getting through the end game content. You're you've got like all your tier three, tier four armor. You know, from you know hours and hours of raiding. Right. You know, those are like the hardcore. I mean, I, I think that's what Mark was trying to. Yeah, get at. I, I think that. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily a great gamer. Per se. Yeah, that's the problem I had. I mean, I, I think you could have just maybe phrased it differently, but... I mean, I, I mean, still maybe, think I'm a great gamer. Yeah, I think you're a great gamer. I think <laughs> I play, I play <laughs> a lot of games, I that, I, and I try to keep up with the games, even though I'm still playing Half-Life 2. <laughs> I'm only years <laughs> late to the party, like, like I said before, but... You know, I still try to play games, and I still enjoy playing games. But I'm, you know, I'm never going to be able to get into like the end game content, like in but World I don't of Warcraft think that, or games like that. In my mind, that doesn't define a great gamer. Well, right. I think I think a lot of people are. I, I would, I guess, I'd say, hung up on that the title, and the title was just. I was just basically expounding on what Jason and I had come up with, and and I just used great gamer as what I defined it as, as somebody who's reached the upper echelon in a certain type of game that is, World of Warcraft is by definition, the, well not by definition, but World of Warcraft is the most popular MMO right now. It's got like, what would it be? I mean, it's, it's 11 billion, 11 gazillion subscribers compared to the next highest, which is like 350,000 or sure. something like that. So that's the game which has the rating where the rating phenomenon is at its peak right now which is this is the game where the majority of people are 
are doing the hardcore raiding. They're raiding five nights a week for five hours, and who knows how much time they put into just preparing for the raid and then recovering from the raid. You know, they have to re-equip. They have to right. Go, I mean, go yeah, you have quests. to spend like your entire day just preparing for the raid just to get through it. So that that was like kind of why I spent all the verbiage on the definition was I don't think that a great gamer is one of those guys. I mean, Jason with all of his stories about griefing people in the most outlandish settings where they never expected it, you know, that's a great gamer. Yeah. I was just kind of trying to put a title together to kind of match up with what we had said. And then I I did try to define it and you know, I, I just feel like a lot of people never got past the title, and I was like, well, "But I wrote so much." That, other but stuff then, like, that but I, I think <laughs> it, it spawned also a, a you know an interesting discussion of you know people were like, "Well, you know, the game designers are kind of at fault for making these games like this, you know, that require you to spend so many hours." You know, it was almost like they were blaming the developers for their. For, for a crack addiction or something like that, which kind of cracks me up. And that, that's kind of like a whole other topic in itself. It, you it's know, a good gaming point. Addiction, I, I felt like I missed the point, though, because I think that why why are they making games that that you can't break up into sub-units, right? Why does a raid have to last five hours? Who is that actually? Whose lifestyle does that really suit? I mean, where you can... I, I don't know many people can dedicate... A five-hour chunk to anything. I mean, I can't even do it at work. You know, I gotta, I gotta have a lunch break in there. I have to have a coffee break. I have to. Well, you have to. <laughs> you know, I gotta to, go to the restroom. You have to fend I off mean, phone calls. You have to surf porn. You know. You know I've, yeah. That I mean, kind you of know, thing. I've got to have. Well, I gotta have my stuff. <laughs> keep me going. But, uh, but you then know. again, we spent twelve hours last Saturday playing games. All yeah, day. but I mean, we but had. That's one I mean, I know that was like just a once in a great while type of thing. Yeah, but at a. But to really, part of it's the community, but part of it's this phenomenon. I mean, this kind of came from EverQuest, and these guys have been raiding forever. And the guys that made WoW were huge EverQuest fans, and and I, I can't remember all the names of the people, but they were in, like, the best guilds in EverQuest. And this was, like, the... When they built WoW, this was a big part of the design, was to have this in-game content that, like, 3% of the population that plays a game will ever see. And then, you know, there's still an, a, a sub amount of that that, you know, a, a larger percentage will see, maybe 10, 20 percent, which is those hardcore raiders. But, like, the amount that Jason and I have seen for all the time we've played is is trivial compared to what's out there. But, gee, I mean, you used to be that person, right? Kind of. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, understand. Both of, both of you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally, yeah, I totally was. And, you know, if 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 you look at... Some some of the other statistics that Nikki has out there on the Daedalus project that you know you quoted some of them, but you have to think that that those statistics are used by these companies and these developers, and they're going, okay, well, here's who we're designing. Here's my these target games, audience, right, right? So yeah, twenty percent of male MMO gamers have children, so one fifth of them. And only 18% of MMO gamers are over 35. So you don't fit into their target audience. 18% of Not MMO anymore. players? I think that the population is growing. Now, I don't know how... Well, that, well I, I think mean, the, you know, the thing is, is, I think the population is going to be growing because our, our generation, our, our age group, we're coming in and we're getting older, and, but we're still gaming. We still want to game. We still like to game. So I think maybe some developers uh, might be I, catching on to some of that. And maybe, but I, 
you know, I have. Yeah, to I mean, I know I'm, they, like, I'm out of the demographic. Of course, I'm out of the ESPN demographic too, where they're not catering to my sports needs anymore either. According to yeah, just because you still do it doesn't mean they're designing games for you. Right. Exactly. And and I think that's the point in hand there. It's like they, you're not their target audience. They don't have to make games with short bursts of, right, of right. time for you guys because you have kids and jobs and wives and. And bejeweled, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> really we got, need you got to fit in at least a good half hour to hour and bejeweled in there, you know, every once in a while. <laughs> but I'm not so sure about, I, I mean, I hate to question some stats of which, some of which I quoted from an article, <laughs> but when I talk to people, like, I've, I've been in guilds where they are hardcore guilds, but I wasn't the hardcore guy, but I still was subjected to all the chat and stuff. And the, the people on there were older. And I'd get on Ventrilo and I'd listen to these, like some of these women that were on there, you know, you just, they just didn't have those young voices anymore. And some of the guys too, you know, I mean, and you'd, you'd say, and you'd hear like kids screaming in the background and stuff. And I was just <laughs> like, what, shouldn't somebody <laughs> see what's going on there? <laughs> you know, and they'd be like, yeah, everything's fine. And I'm like, I just kind of, as, as they were, as they were doing this, I envisioned this poor little kid and stuck in like a um stuck in a little pin just bouncing up and down going somebody changed my diaper or something you know i mean well, they're like, like that or i like will the couple. i will as soon as we couple. get through this encounter actually i think i've got the article pulled up right now is i, uh, I was gonna read that to start the, the dungeons and dragons online you know they the, that couple in nevada who basically just totally didn't feed their kids at all because they I mean, became so it's obviously to it's it. an extreme case but yeah yeah yeah, it's an extreme case, but I mean, yet you have to wonder how much of that is going on, really. I mean, well, whether, the, whether it's, it's not just the first time you've seen that headline either. No, I mean, but you know, and, and like I said, that's an extreme case where they are just too involved in in Dungeons and Dragons online in order to you know give their kids you know proper love and attention and food. Yeah, that they needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, just even just just time spent you know i mean yeah that's an extreme case where they you know their kids were malnourished and stuff but you know you know being able to spend time with your children or your or your significant other for that matter i mean you just totally i mean you've seen and you've heard like horror stories where yeah you know i broke up with my girlfriend slash boyfriend slash you know we got divorced you know i divorced my wife you know recently because i was too you know addicted to you know, with this particular game or whatever, and it's like because you neglect, it's like you neglected your your family. Yeah, your, your other responsi- shift. your responsibilities. You know, so yeah, you know, you can't be like the hardcore gamer. You can't be the hardcore quote unquote great gamer. You know, and still have you know a great family, a great family to go along with it. Well, I, I had a friend who um, back when EverQuest was like the the big game, they caught this guy at work that he worked with in a closet they had a they had like a closet with some computers in there and one of them apparently had enough of a graphics card this guy was in the closet at work like it was like a communications closet they had like with some routers and stuff playing everquest they hadn't they couldn't find him they were looking for him for like five hours uh, you know (laughs) this is going to lead into another podcast because this is something else this is a yeah that's like addiction about here Hardcore addiction, but it, it I mean, also it's related. Though. It I mean, is related. related. I mm-hmm. think it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, the same guy 
um, had planned a vacation with his wife for months to go to Mexico. At the last minute, he lied to her and said, something has come up at work. Go ahead and take, like, your sister. So she took her sister instead of him to Mexico. And he's like, okay, well, what I'll try and do is I'll try and fly out once we get this thing at work. He took, still took the time off from work, and he played EverQuest the entire time she was gone on vacation. <laughs> That's I mean, sick. And, and this isn't like somebody I made up. This is like a, a, a co-worker of, a, of one of my good friends who lives up the street. I mean, it's just... It's insane what some people will do to justify their gaming, and, and you I know, agree. more power to them, I guess, if, right. if you want to <laughs> leave this world behind and, <laughs> you know, become a, a, basically become one with your digital avatar, you know, more power to you, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. You know, the problem is, is that, you know, it's just when it, when, when you get so hardcore into a game where you're neglecting your kids, you know... You've, you got to have your head you, examined. Yeah, you have another problem. It's, you've got you another know, problem that's, in yourself. That's more than you know, just being a bad parent. You can't... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't function like that, and you're, you can't... Your kids deserve better, period. Well, I think in some of it's... Some of it's addiction, but sometimes it's it's just an excuse to get away. I mean, whether you're justifying it or not. I mean, raising children's not easy by any means. There's rewards there, but it's... It's tedious and it's challenging, and the kids don't really reward you right away. You know, mostly they just pee on you. But um, <laughs> but you know, it's like, well, I'll fill, the, I'll start filling this time with something, and however you justify it, even if you're not doing it consciously, you know, you can you can certainly justify it with the game, and you can start to ignore your significant other at the same time and really set yourself up for a big problem. Do you think you're hypersensitive to this right now hyper alert maybe to like you know this kind of empathy or whatever you want to call it and you're maybe projecting your current lifestyle on no I I don't think so I think I was I was really surprised um because I had I had started to um get back into playing you know World of Warcraft after my son was born Mm -hmm. and there was this couple that played, and I had talked to them quite a bit before we were. I in read the same... about this on one of your. Comments. Oh yeah, and they and they and it's ironic because they were one of the ones where I would always hear them on vent ignoring their kids, and yet they would. The first question the girl would always ask me was, "How's your son doing?" You know, I was like, "That's really weird. That you, that's the first thing on your mind because I think you ought to ask yourself that." <laughs> but uh, you know, how, are, how the hell are your kids doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I don't feel like I'm hypersensitive. I think it's just I am. I've become. I I do I do. I mean, I'm not accusing you of anything, but it kind of felt like in in the course of your article, reading your your post, that that maybe you were projecting a little. I mean, I, I, looking at a lot of these statistics, it just doesn't seem like there could be that many people that are in that situation. What, parents with the play games? You know, like, yeah, it's, it's just like fractions and fractions and fractions of, you know, you just keep breaking it down of, you know, how many gamers are, you know, over 30, how many gamers have children, how many gamers have children that are, like, at an age when they need a lot of care, or, you know. I, I right. can give you all these figures if you like. Well, I, I um, don't know. I, I I feel like the people I communicate with, you know, in-game, so many of them are in my group. So either I'm on... I've been running into, like, the most strange combination of servers and people, or 
I just are the, you know, it's a statistical anomaly for me. But my experience is yeah. I'm running into a lot of people that, that are, you know, they have young kids, really young kids, but they're definitely older gamers. Yeah, and when I, my, some of my experiences is like when I've played and, you know, actually I'll, I'll point to a recent experience. I was, I was online on uh, Sea of Heroes today. You know, and I when I get on during the afternoons or whatever, it's normally when, you know, my kid's taking a nap or whatever. You know, and some, you know, if I have nothing else to do, I'll log on and I'll, I'll play a little bit. And, uh, you know, we're playing and, and all of a sudden this when, you know, one of the, you know, one of the tankers in our group, I think it was, said, uh, oh, I gotta go, you know, my, you know, baby's crying or whatever. And they logged off. You know, and that was that. Didn't hear from the person ever again, you know. Right, right. My concern is I'm just wondering how many have kids who are, like, not starting off. ball. <laughs> and they're not logging off, and they're just starting, they're, they just keep on playing mm-hmm. for, you know, for whatever. You know, I'm just wondering how often, you know, it's like, how often does it happen where, okay, yeah. You know, yeah, you see the person and go, oh, gotta go, you know. Well, you know, and back to Jim's point, you know, I'd have to look at the stats on, you know, what what they've quoted as being like the percentage of people that are of the age that would have kids that are playing. Well, here, here, here's what I kind of wrote down for this. 20% of MMO, MMO gamers play over 30 hours a week. So a fifth of them, 22% of, I mean, and, and these it's, I can't, we can't extrapolate this information and say, okay, this fifth of this fifth, this fifth, but I mean, it, it does in my mind kind of cut, cut these fractions and in, in into smaller fractions so 22 percent of mmo gamers have children and actually that statistics is even less for males which it's it's only 20 percent of males have children 21 percent of children 18 and under are three years old or less so infants and toddlers only account for 21 percent so that's kind of you and jason here um 14 percent of mmo gamers don't work or go to school so you know if that (laughs) figures in at all but you know like you know if they've got all day to be with their kid i mean you'd think they'd have some time for game the average age in america for the first time parent is 25.1 years old male players of mmo games tend to be between the ages of 12 and 28 so right around the time that that they're you know that Mm -hmm. canyon for them to stop playing is right around the same time they start having their first children. So to me, that I mean, it just statistically says that there probably aren't that many people that are are you know these hardcore gamers that you're talking about right, that right. have kids. I don't know. Again, I I just keep running into so many of them. Yeah, it's, just, it's odd. I I, I don't mean, and, I can't say that I have. So I'm, and in the in the like the blogosphere about you know MMO gaming, so many people that actually do participate in that seem to be older so maybe that's part of it too you know as soon as you hit the older demographic the probability of children is gonna be higher so yeah i don't know it's kind of it's kind of interesting yeah it's it's hard to say i mean until somebody were was to do a study on that right right <laughs> that exact topic you know how get many those stats. are there well thank you for the stats point dexter no problem. Well, <laughs> I knew that you'd be yeah. able to bring them there, It might be an interesting poll, though, to see if our listeners, if there's a significant percentage that are 
that have kids. Right. And play MMOs at least. That would be an interesting. Want to check that out? Yeah, we'll put that up. So somehow you've been able to overcome, you've been able to find a balance in your life where you can play, both of you guys, where you can play games to a degree where you still derive satisfaction from it. You've been able to adjust your expectations of what you get out of the game, still participate in it, you still prioritize it because you still play the games, but you're also parents as well. So what has, So, am I getting from this that the biggest sacrifice that you guys have made or, or chosen to make is that you're less likely to pursue higher level game content or, or be super raiders what is it that you've given up and what is it that you've mowing found in lawn. gaming that's kept you <laughs> yeah I've kept given you. up mowing the lawn I'll tell you that much <laughs> if you really enjoyed playing being hardcore gamers before what is it that you like about games that still keeps you there if you can't still do that as parents well I think for me I've, I'm not playing like World of Warcraft right now so I, I'm I'm more into games now that are more suited to casual play. Not that World of Warcraft can't be a casual game, but I've done it for so long. I've played it casually for so long. I really am burned out. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing I'm checking out EverQuest and per, two and progressing really slow with that and uh, City of Heroes, you yeah. know. And we tried Lord of the Rings Online and you know it's games more like that where your your fun is compartmentalized and in, in brief bits and bursts as opposed to you know, planned, scheduled five-hour marathon and sessions. It, do you feel it's as equally as satisfying, or is there something missing from it? Yeah, I think it's kind of it's equally satisfying for me. Yeah, but I don't know that I was ever uh, I was ever hardcore raider material. Yeah, really, I, I think I missed out on that whole thing. I just never, I never really did it. So, yeah. I mean, I was like a hardcore ar- hardcore arcade game player. You know, yeah. hours and hours and hours of that. You know, everybody that knows me knows I was just, you know, really into that at one point. But um, not so much this kind of phenomenon. I don't know, Jason. What, do you, yeah, what about you, Jason? No, I, you know, I can't really say it. I was like a ever really a hardcore raider. Um, I, I doubt that I would have ever got into that either. Would you have classified yourself as a hardcore gamer of any kind, whether it's... Yeah, because, you know, I'd spend my time doing other things, you know, like, you know, my my whole thing was, you know, I probably on the PvP side, for me, more than anything else, was the more, you know, that's where most of my, my time and effort was focused into. Plus, you know, more or less, like, some of, some of the, you know, different kind of achieving, you know, types of things... Mm-hmm. You know that I was able to possibly do, but you know they like when it, when it came to down to like the end game content, like the rating aspect of it. I, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of with Mark on that. Is I, you know, I probably didn't make, I, I wouldn't have made for good, you know, rating material. You know, as far as a hardcore gamer goes, uh, you know, and I still derive satisfaction from gaming. Yeah. Um, you know, I. You know, I, I still have, you know, I still try to find the time for it, you know, and I know that I don't have as much time for it. You know, I don't try to go out of my way to, I don't try to go out of my way to play, you know, to play honestly anymore. I, I don't, you know, I don't try to go, oh God, okay, if I if I can wake up a little bit extra, you know, this, you know, today, I can play, you know, a couple levels here. You know, I don't do that kind of thing anymore because I tend to value my sleep time a little bit more (laughs) whenever I can get it. Precious sleep. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's been totally different, and, 
you know, and I and I, I don't feel like I'm any less of a gamer because of it. You know, I'm just a different kind of gamer. You've evolved. I've, I've evolved. <laughs> Tell you this, I tried not playing games once. Like, tried to... Not because not I was trying to improve myself or anything. I just had enough other stuff going on that I... Just when I did have the spare time, I wasn't putting it into gaming. And then it got to where I really found I was getting really crabby. So really? for me, I think my time playing these games is in some way therapeutic. It, yeah. It's a way to... Like, I think I've said, I think we talked about it one time. Like, I don't, like, if I've had a really crappy day, I don't log in to gank people. Like, it, it's a reset button. I sit down to play my game. It doesn't matter how bad the day went, whatever happened. It just mm-hmm. totally kind of levels me out. And it, I can only play, you know, it can only be an hour or even 45 minutes or something like that. But it, for me, it's a real good kind of, I don't know, it's interesting. therapeutic session or something. Works pretty well. But if I don't get it, if I don't play games for, you know, any kind of a game for, you know, a good month or so, it's like, you know. (laughs) I remember when you were waiting for your baby to be born that you were talking about, like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be playing games that much anymore. And yeah, I'm going to really have to cut back. And here we are. We're doing a podcast. Yeah, actually, we're talking about playing games (laughs) for hours on end and writing about playing games for hours on end and then playing games for hours on end. So, you know, well, even though the blog was posted a couple weeks ago if any of the listeners have anything that they want to say or contribute they can write in to mark's blog post or they can email us at mail at channelmassive.com yeah www.channelmassive.com or mail m-a-i-l at channelmassive.com <laughs> we should uh, M-A-L-E. we should do a catch-all and get the m-a-l-e just in just case just in case one person actually <laughs> got tricked into the <laughs> mail <laughs> You've got the mail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jim's decided to be the mail. <laughs> and when I answer them, I'll answer them in this voice. <laughs> Hello. Hello, ladies. <laughs> well, cool. Great. Well, thank you for sharing your experiences and points of view on that topic. Sure. It's good to get into that. And next week, maybe we'll be talking about the addiction. Yeah. That you guys touched on a few times Cocaine earlier. Cocaine is a terrible drug. yeah i'd like to like to kind of talk about um you know gaming addiction is it really an addiction yeah is it is it not you know is it is it serious what what does that all entail that'd be good where are the boundaries yeah (laughs) yeah where is it where you're just a pain in the ass or addicted (laughs) to something where do you draw the line Well, this is Jim saying goodbye from Channel Massive for Noah, Mark, Jason, and myself, Jim, in the voice of a thousand voices, or something like that. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget if you, uh, listen to us on dig or itunes to please give us a review and makes us happy and makes us rich and famous <laughs> and don't forget to post on rich. our site uh, to, well whatever don't forget to make posts on our sites comments or whatever we love hearing from you and don't forget to mail us as we said before at mail m-a-i-l channel massive.com <laughs> or email me of course at m-a-l-e please <laughs> 
All right. So next week, oh, we'll be yeah. talking a little bit about addiction in gaming. Until then, thanks for tuning in to Channel Massive. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.